0: Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are an amazing God. When you whisper in our ears that you're going to do something or, or you tell us to do something, it always turns out great. So help us to hear you and to follow you. Lord, as I give this message today, I pray that all of you, your word, and let us soak it in and let us do as you lead us. Thank you, Father. Amen. I'm going to read our scriptures first, and I'm talking about loving people who are hard to love, and we've all been there, every one of us, loving people that are hard to love. So I'm going to read from Matthew 25, 34 to 40. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, When did we see you a stranger invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. And also from 1 Corinthians 13, this is a a verse many of you have heard many times. I gain nothing. And then we read from Luke 6, 27 to 38. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. The word of God. I dreamed death came the other night and heaven's gate swung wide with kindly grace an angel fair ushered me inside and there to my astonishment stood folks I'd known on earth. Some I had judged and labeled as unfit of little worth. Indignant words rose to my lips but never were set free for every face showed stunned surprise no one expected me. You know, I read that last week to the church I preached in, and I don't think they even got it. (laughs) You are amazing. So have you noticed what's going on in God's earth these days? Not our earth, God's world. I'm sure you've noticed the wars, the hate, the unrest, the leadership of our countries who need so much prayer. The greed, the poverty, the prejudice, starving people, starving children, many fleeing countries from where they are persecuted and killed just for being there, just for being there in their home countries. Our oceans are polluted with plastics and garbage. What else is going on? Billions and billions of dollars into space, sending junk up into space, destroying our atmosphere. Some of you may agree with the spaceships and the junk they're putting up there and what they're doing. I, I can't. Maybe to a point. But every day, pretty much, they're sending up a spaceship for something. Billions of dollars are spent on equipment and rockets to put men on Mars to dig holes for what? For what? For water? For water? We have water here. If they would take care of it, we could have water forever. And whatever else they're looking for. Zillions of dollars that could be spent here on God's earth. Possibly not. Money can't solve every problem. But it could solve a lot of problems here on earth. The poverty. The greed. And now they're so excited because they're going to make spaceship, airplane type of things that people can take a ride into space. Probably this year, they're really excited. For a mere $250,000 a shot. You can go for a ride for $250,000. For I thought they said four minutes, but it must have been 40. Whatever it was, it was ridiculous. And I thought, yes, and you know what's really sad? Many many people would go on that ride there are many people in this world that have so much money they just take the ride for fun because it's all about them God's word says he has given us plenty of provision for all in his world and hatred and prejudice and greed prevent us from living in a world of peace So we as God's children and followers of Christ can drive ourselves sick just thinking about it. A fellow named Bob Pierce stated, let my heart be broken by the things that break the heart of God. And as Christians, our hearts should be breaking. However, sitting around with broken hearts will not solve anything. We have to be Christians of action. So that was on the TV a couple of weeks ago about the spaceships going and this new spaceship for just the normal person at 250,000 a shot. And in the next news item, it was about the starving children in the world, skin and bones dying, and their parents. And uh, it blew me away, and I cried that we can't just sit around crying. We have to be Christians of action, compassionate and loving action in our own communities and beyond. We must not break the heart of God with our actions of hate and prejudice and greed. We can only do our very best where we are to please God. And we must learn to like or to even love those we don't like. Yikes! That's a big order. Have you ever tried to love someone you didn't like? Have you ever tried to like someone you didn't like? If you're honest, you know it's really, really hard, and yet, God tells us we must do that. Sometimes it's very hard to find something nice to say about someone. You're not really happy that they even exist. You, you don't wish anything bad for them, really, but their mere existence irks you or may even cause you pain in some instances. But we are called to be long-sufferers, patient people, in the name of Jesus and that is not a fun assignment but here's the good news you're not alone on this mission because we are all called to be long sufferers in the name of Jesus and we are long sufferers because we have experienced the amazing powerful love of Jesus in our lives and because we have experienced his love We are now commanded to love one another. Sure, it's easy to come to church and love everybody here. You're all fantastic. But then we go out into the real world. There was an actor who was playing the part of Christ in the passion play in the Ozarks. And as he carried the cross up the hill... He had a heckler, a tourist was there, and he heckled him, and he bugged him, and he drove him crazy, and finally he was shouting insults at him, and finally the actor take all he could, so he threw down the cross, and he walked over, and he punched him. And when the play was over, the director told him, I know he was a pest, but I can't condone what you did. You are playing the part of Jesus, and Jesus never retaliated. So don't do anything like that again. And the man promised he wouldn't. And of course, at the end of the play, you have the resurrection. You realize that. I'm telling you that because the last bunch didn't get this either. But the next day the heckler was back and worse than before and you could tell the actor was trying to growl himself. He was was clenching his teeth and clenching his fists and he was just grinding his teeth and he was just had it. He'd had it. He'd looked up at the heckler and he said, I'll meet you after the resurrection. (laughs) You're amazing. You got that. And of course we can't do that either. We can't do that either. The Bible teaches us that we're to be people who demonstrate love in all of our relationships, as difficult as that might be. As we look at our scripture, Luke, we can find 10 commandments for living as peacemakers. And number one is love your enemies by doing good to those who hate you. Love your enemies by doing good to those who hate you. It drives them crazy. Somebody hates you and you just love them to death. Be nice to them. It drives them crazy. They just don't know what to do anymore with that. Pray for them. Tell them, I'm praying for you. They just say, ah, what do I do with a person like that? I want to hate that person. And and it's really difficult. So love them. Number two, bless those who curse you. Same thing. Bless them. Smile at them. Be nice to them. And if you deserve that cursing, smarten up. Pray for those. Number three, pray for those who mistreat you. Same thing. A lot of these are the same, but this is in our our reading from Luke this morning. Number four, do not retaliate. Don't be like the actor. Don't punch people out. Don't threaten people. Number five, give freely, freely. Number six, treat others the way you want to be treated. Number seven, mercy will lead to mercy. Eight, judgment will lead to judgment. Nine, condemnation will lead to condemnation. And ten, pardon will lead to pardon. All from God's word. You are blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. Peace produces a harvest of righteousness. Peace produces a harvest of righteousness. Is it possible to live in peace with everyone? Well, people may not live in peace with you, but you can live in peace with people. It's up to you. It's your decision. And if you're following Jesus, you can live in peace with people. Galatians 3 26 to 29 says you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all of you who were baptized in Christ have clothed yourself with Christ there is neither Jew nor Greek black nor white slave nor free male nor female for you are all one in Christ Jesus I got a thing on Facebook I think it was not long ago and it was a picture of three eggs. A dark brown egg, a light brown egg, and a white egg. I thought this was really good. And then underneath were the yolks. All the same. Just like us. Doesn't matter what color we are, we're all the same inside. Prejudice is a very bad thing. John Iverson says, The man or the woman who refuses to forgive destroys the bridge over which he must cross. So Christmas is just over, when the carols have been stilled, when the star top tree is taken down, when family and friends are gone home, when we are back to our schedules, the work of Christmas begins. To welcome the refugee, to heal a broken planet, to feed the hungry, to build bridges of trust, not walls of fear, to share our gifts, to seek justice and peace for all people, To bring Christ's light into the world. It's a new year. Let's make an oath to love the unlovable. I know you guys just can't stand to be out this early, so I'll tell you another story. Many of you know who I'm talking about here. Um, There was a fellow, a homeless fellow in Teeswater. And he would come to church in Teeswater. And when it was coffee time, he would stand here, and everybody else would huddle over here and kind of give him the eye. And I preached many times about that situation, and they just didn't seem to get it. And it really bugged me. (laughs) You know if this year we make an oath to love the unlovable who have had their self-worth taken from them, who have been beaten down and told they're no good all their lives, who think they're going straight to hell, and yet you see a good heart in them, you can see it. Man, we need to pray for them, we need to love them, we need to pray for our enemies, those who hurt us. So... He came to church with us one time. I said, you need to come to Chalmers. You will find love there and acceptance. And we brought him, and we sat in that back seat, because he just wasn't fit to sit any farther ahead. That was his mindset. He had to sit in the back. And halfway through the sermon, Jim was between us. He bent over, and he said, body, 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 what, what? I'm not getting any piercy eyes here. I'm not getting any piercy eyes here, Bonnie. People talk to me. Bonnie, 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 what? Why? Why am I not getting piercy eyes here? Because Jesus is here. Jesus is here. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud to be a part of this church. Don't get big heads. Don't get swollen heads. But this is a special church. You can go into many churches if you don't feel Jesus at all. He's just not there. So keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on loving. This year we can all try to be even more like Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we lift up the unlovable to you today, God. We ask you, help us to love them. Help us not to give them the piercing eye. Help us to form a circle and draw them in. The homeless, the refugees. Help us to come against prejudice, greed, and hate, Father. The things that are tearing our world apart, and yet you put us here in Canada, where we're basically basically safe so far. And we know God, what's going on in the world has been prophesied by you. We know it's been prophesied. It's so hard to watch God. It's really hard to watch. So we praise you and thank you for missionaries like Chelsea, people that go into that, those countries that need help, that need love. But we need that right here, Father. Help us to love the homeless, to love the unlovable, to love the person that's nasty to us, who insults us, who tries to put us down, but because we have you, they can't do it. Just thank you for being our God and thank you for walking with us and thank you for speaking into our minds and opening our eyes when we see someone who needs help that we follow your word and help them. And we thank you for your word, Father. Amen.